0: I got to a point where, you know, I don't think I'm this, whatever this box is that I had put around myself. And started exploring, what do I really believe? Because I believe in something. Like, I believe in, in something, I just don't know what it is. And it was actually through my own wellness center that allowed me and connected me to people who had a more open, open way of beliefs and opened the door to me for spirituality because i met through my 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 wellness center as a massage therapist you know it's a very physical type of modality and yet uh, we hold so many emotions in our body so i was introduced to more mind body elements and then mind body spirit elements i uh ended up being certified in in Reiki to become a Reiki practitioner and mixing in Reiki with my massage. And then through other practitioners through my wellness center, being introduced to things like angels and energy and other ways of connecting to my spirituality. And it was through that I got to a point where, uh, okay, I think I I know what I believe in. And for a long time, I was very solid with my belief in spirituality and a, a universal spirit. And um, I'm not really sure what happened I think it happened maybe during my pregnancy I, I got disconnected to it again I felt like am I okay do I not believe this anymore am I now agnostic or atheist who, who am I what am I and uh, it wasn't until
1: namaste sweet souls my name is shilpa and you're listening to the omni mindfulness podcast i am a mindset and meditation coach for professional women and mompreneurs the purpose of the show is to offer stories and content that allows you to increase your awareness of your authentic self and be inspired by connecting to the personal and professional stories of other souls. Souls who are walking the walk and living everyday human experiences with inspired intentions. These are the stories that will expand your consciousness and spark within you to ask, What if? each season i offer content to help you create a holistic lifestyle that embodies spirituality mindfulness mindset and energy awareness through my conversations with experts in their niche area and solo casts from yours truly my intention is to help you holistically revitalize reset and relax your body mind and spirit i'm your host and founder of omni mindfulness So ask yourself, what if just one story could be the catalyst to shift the trajectory of my life? What if I become instrumental in serving other souls to realize their true self? And what if my soul's higher purpose is in the realization of Omni-Mindfulness Joy? It's never too late to rewrite your story. And now, today's episode. Welcome back, sweet souls. This is your host, Shilpa. I wanted to share some exciting news about a little challenge I'm running as I'm trying to get more people to discover this podcast and the conversations that inspire those who value personal growth. And the best way to do that is to leave reviews. You can leave a review on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. So my request to you is to leave a review if you feel that you've received any value at all from these episodes of Omni Mindfulness. It would mean so much to me if you could write a little review regarding any episode that resonated with you. Please take a screenshot of that review and email it to me at omnimindfulness@gmail.com. In return, I will offer you my one-page guide to spark your meditation practice through Sankalpa. Sankalpa is a Sanskrit word for intention setting. Along with this, you'll receive a link to my guided meditation that will guide you through an intention setting meditation, positive affirmations, which you can practice daily. I guarantee that this gift will help you start a daily intention setting practice with a spark. It is my gift for you for being a listener, being a supporter, and of course, to enable you to manifest the best meditation practice. And we are now in my fifth podcast season, exploring the topic of spirituality. Each month, my guest and I delve deeper. In January, we explore spiritual entrepreneurship. In February, spiritual leadership and wisdom. And wrapping up with spiritual awareness in March. Stay tuned. And up next, the dynamic Gale Knot. Gail has over 23 years of experience managing and growing businesses. She's owned a wellness center and grew it to employ over 40 practitioners and later founded a successful and later founded a successful social media consulting business. Since dedicating herself to coaching and mentoring, she partnered with her husband, Corey. To help hundreds of purpose-driven solo service providers build the business of their dreams, Gail manages her business part-time while homeschooling her daughter, rather than having a business that manages her. One year, she and her husband even ran their business out of an RV. Gail has proven that a lifestyle business is more than a fantasy. And now, here's my conversation with Gail. Gail, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. We've been discussing this topic of spiritual entrepreneurship for a while, and I've been wanting to connect with you over it, because I know you're a mompreneur, and you are Mm -hmm. also the mom of a toddler, right? Yes, yes. She's three and a half now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you were just sharing that just yesterday, what it was like to... Oh, gosh. Yeah, t- tell me that story. Yeah, so I'm starting
0: a LinkedIn, LinkedIn Live series with a friend where we are going to be interviewing people that we know who can share their personal and business journey because as small business owners, there isn't a huge line or difference between personal life and business life like it blends in and the funny thing is is as we start this live stream my daughter has figured out how to open up the baby gate (laughs) and she escaped from my mom who was babysitting her went upstairs by herself and just opened the door and hopped on hopped on there's a bed behind me hopped on the bed started climbing over my shoulders while I'm doing the LinkedIn live and it was So it was kind of embarrassing. It threw me off. But that was life. And the funny thing is that was the topic of our our life. Was that your personal you can't really control your personal life. So it's gonna happen. At the same time, we're still running our business. So how
1: do we manage all of it? Absolutely. And as an entrepreneur, we often are just juggling so many things. Just yesterday I was asked to write a little Piece about what it means to be, um, in the midst of the challenges, and one of the things I wrote is wearing multiple hats. One of them is <laughs> being a mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's interesting. Though when I think about spirituality and um, mompreneurship, my why was I wanted to be more present. What's your why as a spiritual entrepreneurship? Hmm.
0: My why is ultimately being a model for my daughter because i i had my daughter later in life and unexpected it was a wonderful surprise but at that point i thought it wasn't going to happen and i had already moved on like it was very hurtful it was very painful time and i was able to accept it allow and surrender and move on with my life and then i did get pregnant (laughs) right when we were about to travel the country in an rv of course that's when i get pregnant and i as i as i've raised her in the last few years i i just want to i want to show her what's possible in terms of who she can be in being her full self and being connected to the world and that's probably my biggest why now
1: Absolutely. That's how I also can resonate with my own son. I had him later. And one of the biggest challenges was the shift, the pivot, I call it, from moving away from my former path professionally to my new one mm-hmm. as a coach. But now, I, I know you've been a guest in my podcast in the past, you've shared the story, but remind the audience that's not familiar, what your path was to becoming an entrepreneur?
0: I was always a bit of a rebel in the workplace. I was always questioning why would something need to be done? Why do I need to come in at eight in the morning when no one else comes in until nine? Why do I have to stay for my whole shift when I already completed my work? I mean, I was kind of a nightmare employee, (laughs) at least back then. I think with how work is now with the flexible hours and hybrid workspaces and things like that. I think it would be different. But back then I was a bit of a nightmare employee because I had all these ideas and I felt like I had something bigger to fulfill. And I remember my dad telling me when I was a kid that he actually told me, I hope I, ne- I hope you never go into business because you work too hard. <laughs> Which is a whole story there. But I, I, I was a little bit of a nightmare employee. Got to a point where I could be a contractor and I was a a freelancer. Back then I was a programmer. So I would freelance and I could contract. And it was the best of both worlds because I had a steady paycheck, so to speak, for these long contract positions. But as a freelancer, you can come and go when the contract ends. And that was back in the dot-com days, like the big, like late 90s dot-com days and then, unfortunately, 9-11 happened and the dot bust happened and I was really questioning what I wanted to do in my life. I did not want to be in an office anymore, a traditional office anymore. And I decided to do something completely different, become a massage therapist, start my own massage practice. I was a web programmer, so I knew a little bit about web marketing so I could make my website and I learned how to do. Back then, we didn't really have social media, but we had SEO and email marketing. And I taught myself that, uh, became active in the local community, built up a wellness center. And uh, from there, kind of tri- transitioned into doing social media marketing, consulting, and then uh, finally business coaching when my husband started his bi- business coaching practice. So it's a bit of a, a journey there, but that, that's kind of 20 years in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> and, and during that period, it sounds like you must have learned so many lessons on the path of sustaining yourself as an entrepreneur. Mm. Can you share a little bit about the, the journey.
0: That- yeah, I definitely like to learn the hard way because there's several instances where I would work until I burnt out. Like I, there was something about having to be successful in a monetary sense and having to prove something to someone i don't know who exactly but to prove that i can do this and because originally i was single i didn't have kids i would just work and work and work and equated my long hours to being productive and 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 i will be successful versus finding not finding the success in the life i had in the present for part of my spiritual journey i grew up in a, a protestant christian household my dad's side is catholic my mom's side is protestant and and uh, a lot of households the mom's side kind of wins out because <laughs> so i grew up in this christian household protestant christian household and i, I do want to say that i understand and um in my own beliefs, that uh, I'm very open to everyone's experiences. So if I do say something that isn't your experience, I, I do want to honor and recognize that. In my experience, I felt an experienced hypocrisy with what someone would say and what someone would teach and then what how they would live their life. And then when I say they, I mean people in my church. So I was in a very confusing time in my teens and my 20s of, am I Christian? Am I not? And I, I got to a point where, you know, I don't think I'm this, whatever this box is that I had put around myself and started exploring, what do I really believe? Because I believe in something. Like I believe in in something, I just don't know what it is. And it was actually through my own wellness center that allowed me and connected me to people who had a more open open way of beliefs and open the door to me for spirituality because i met through my 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 wellness center as a massage therapist you know it's a very physical type of modality and yet uh, we hold so many emotions in our body so i was introduced to more mind body elements and then mind body spirit elements i uh ended up being certified in, in Reiki to become a Reiki practitioner and mixing in Reiki with my massage. And then through other practitioners through my wellness center, being introduced to things like angels and energy and other ways of connecting to my spirituality. And it was through that I got to a point where, uh, okay, I think, I think I know what I believe in. And for a long time, I was very solid with my belief in spirituality and a, a universal spirit. And I'm not really sure what happened. I think it happened, maybe during my pregnancy, I, I got disconnected to it again.
1: Hey sweet souls, if you are seeking to start 2023 strong, then you are in for a treat. In 2023, I'll be hosting regular free mindfulness workshops starting in February 2023, aimed at professional working women or mompreneurs. With each workshop, by signing up, you receive free guides that will support you not only in terms of your daily routine, rituals, but also to help you attract abundance and manifest the dreams that you desire. Did you know that taking your manifestations to the next level is about integration of tools and mindfulness modalities that help you cultivate the skills to recognize what your current abundance mindset is and build your ability to receive. You can learn practical skills combined with powerful mindfulness tools to overcome your fears, eliminate anxiety, and take control of your life. Click on the link at the bottom of the show notes to get on the early sign-up list. Namaste stay
0: I felt like am I okay do I not believe this anymore am I now agnostic or atheist who who am I what am I and uh, it wasn't until just recently just this year that I've been open to exploring again and finding what my connection is because as I've connected with friends who are spiritual coaches They would say something and I'm like okay that's not that's not quite it that's not me but then they would say something like being able to listen or connect to your ancestors I do believe in that I do believe in um, this generational connection that we have to people in our past I also believe in an energetic connection to every person every living being in in our universe Um, even our the (laughs) non-living I believe there's energy in that as well so I'm like okay there's something there I just don't know what it is and uh, I realized that what has been holding me back has been my I I feel a, a trigger when I hear words such as God or Jesus because of my past upbringing in a Protestant religion Christian religion And so if, if a spiritual coach says the word God and when they do mean something like universal life or energy or spirit, but when I hear the word, I, it stops me in my tracks and I can't hear it anymore. I can't connect to it anymore. So that's been my path. I'm not in like some perfect place right now. (laughs) Definitely no, no guru. And I, I don't consider myself a spiritual coach or a spiritual life coach because I'm still on my journey. I'm still on my path. And I, but what's nice is I know I know what it is now. I didn't know what it was. Now I realize it's it's that um, that emotional trigger and blockage around certain words. But I think there's a way to release that, and that's what I'm open to next. And that's part of my own own path there.
1: This path that you're speaking of, all of us go through that. All of us are on some journey on our path and what I I'm hearing you say is sounds like it's really just about maybe it's about the connotations around certain words Mm -hmm. yeah and I think all of us deal with that I, I came from a very Hindu background but even then I would until more recently even though I've been on this path my entire life and when I would hear the words mantra, I'm like, mantra? Well, I want to understand why I have to say the mantra. What does it mean? So those those um, identifications we have definitely trigger us. Now, perhaps that trigger is not a bad thing, though. Perhaps mm-hmm. it means that we're actually questioning and evaluating. Mm-hmm. When you've been on this path, Tell me what well, what has resonated with you when you feel like, oh, that's spiritual, but I, I can embrace that.
0: Mm-hmm. What does resonate with me are my beliefs in, in the concepts of universal energy. Like I feel like we are all connected. And I believe in love and compassion. I believe in... Being able to connect to this, earth, to this earth to be grounded and rooted. And it helps me, it helps me handle of handle the the chaos that life can be. Because <laughs> I really do enjoy life as easygoing as go with the flow to to ride with the wave. It's just like the last few years have been more like tidal waves. <laughs> a gentle ocean you know (laughs) gentle ocean current it's been more like hurricanes and tornadoes and tidal waves and things like that so it's it's a little challenging especially the last few years i think the combination of, of of everything going on in the world the the world um the injustice that's happening in the world the the illness that's happening and then just a change in my personal and family life because for 42 years I I was Gail and and just trying to get to know who Gail is and I somewhat got on that path like I turned 40 I'm like oh I'm a confident woman now and then I get pregnant at 42 I'm like okay who am I have the baby I'm in love but then at the same time I'm like like the whole um, self has been shattered because I have no idea who I am anymore. For a few months there, I had the really, you know, the mom brain and could barely get a word out. And I prided myself in my mind and in my words and not being able to put a sentence together, just freaked me out. Like, who am I? I
1: can't even talk anymore. You know, my son turns or just turned 10 and I, I have mom brain on full speed most days where I can, I can barely go most mornings. By evening, I'm better. But mornings, I'm just like, the brain is telling me this is what I want to say. And the words are not quite there. I just recently interviewed someone who also around our same age group ended up having a child in her late 30s, early 40s. And she talked about the concept of integration. Of identities Mm -hmm. the identity of the integration of Gail the woman who is an entrepreneur who's able to Mm -hmm. stand on her own and be immensely confident the Gail who's Mm -hmm. in love with her husband and having this wonderful relationship and all these other facets of you who's exploring her i i'm going to say on a more holistic level her spirituality and suddenly Mm -hmm. you need to integrate all of that and become one person because you've got another soul depending on you right right who is part of
0: our body for a a moment in time Yes, and the idea of like the our cells are now in this other being and their cells are in our being it's just that's so amazing and, and be able to, to go back to your previous question too, is I also do believe that there is this higher self and yet I don't feel like I have to figure that all out. I think it's more of being open and willing and quiet too, because I think the busyness of life drowns that, drowns out that, that connection to our, to our higher self yourself so having those moments of even if it's a, if i can go to the bathroom by myself that would be amazing Be able to take a shower by myself that's amazing uh, i've in the past i used to um distant past i mean, not distant past near past not that long ago but i used to stay up late at night Because that was my only quiet time. I reversed that and now I get up early, usually most mornings. And I love that quiet time because my husband's not even up yet. It's just my dog and my cat. They're like, hey, it's morning (laughs) time. It's 5 a.m. Let's get up. But that's my time. And I'm able to drink my tea, meditate, journal, do yoga, and be able to have that time to ground myself. But I think I also need something maybe in the middle of the day or afternoon because evening is like my patient has patience has run out and I get mad at myself when I lose my temper with my daughter and I don't want to do that. I do not want to take that out on her. So it's what can I do maybe mid afternoon early evening to reground myself. And, and reconnect and have that moment to myself so that I can be there for
1: her fully and present and with <laughs> sound mind you know and I think you're speaking to so many women who are in that journey, particularly as not only as a professional woman but mompreneurs we are just go 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 for morning mm-hmm. and traditional personalities always but I'm a night person I'm trying to be a morning person and I weave in and out like some days are 5, thirty, six a.m. Other mm-hmm. days are a little bit later and later. And it's just a struggle because like you were saying, once you get that silence, that moment to ground yourself through meditation journaling, it's gold, but it's not enough. And then yeah. I, you know, like you were saying that then you have to recalibrate at some point in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's missing too in my day is because my daughter, she will not want to go to bed, and I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I want to go to sleep, and I get so frustrated. I also have a ADHD. I was just diagnosed this year, actually. I had no idea. Well, I kind of knew, but I didn't really know, yeah. and um, thanks to YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually doing some research on behalf of a client, Of um, learning more about ADHD and I came across videos about ADHD for women and how it shows up differently for us so um, that has been eye-opening for me is that there isn't something that's necessarily wrong with me just wired differently and learning how to to live with how I am biologically but also this acceptance of getting myself off the
1: hook, giving myself more compassion. Yeah, giving yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that for sure is something that I'm working on. I wonder if this is something that also is how, this is something we can bring into the awareness of others who are in our same space, Mm -hmm. who maybe put a label on the things that they think are not right like I, I I've done it for myself like why can't I why am I so lazy why can't I just mm-hmm. do this and I'm like it varies and maybe like I'll make, all of us have some level of ADHD yeah yeah
0: definitely if we're entrepreneurs there's probably some sort of calling and it is a bit of a, a spectrum and I I've I'm learning more about that um, the symptoms I experienced that are, are ADHD related such as negatives and is that the word negative sensitivity because I don't think that's the right word right, right word but having a difficult time hearing for example the word no so that can affect things like sales it affects us asking for opportunities or asking for fa- fair pay for example mm-hmm. if we're employed uh, there's also the the temper issue. is a situation or a symptom that comes with ADHD. So knowing that about me helps me, again, give myself grace. That's part of who I am. I can also look at um, uh, Western medicine medicine to support me in this, and then I could also look at Eastern medicine or even uh, spirituality of how can I again stay grounded and rooted and connected and be able to let go of this self-imposed pressure on myself of having to have everything done a certain way.
1: You know, regardless of whatever, I would say, physiological or other conditions we are dealing with, perhaps Mm -hmm. ADHD or some form of it or any other condition, I think acknowledging it as an entrepreneur and saying that I will allow myself the grace to continue marching forward. Because there are just so many hats we wear. It's almost hard to distinguish between, is this ADHD or is it that I'm just wearing so many hats that I, my mind is split in multiple directions?
0: <laughs> well, it's it's the ADHD, person with ADHD or maybe with some of those tendencies. Is that we kind of bring ourselves into a situation yeah. where we're wearing all the, all the hats. So it's partly okay. What have I also uh, put into action to yeah. get me into? Because it? it feeds us. Yeah. At the same time, it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So having that, finding that level of variety, so it excites us. Because we we live with excitement and we we enjoy variety but not get to the point where it's
1: fallen on us. (laughs) And that overwhelm is something that is probably one of the most consistent um, traits of women entrepreneurs. And it could be men as well. I'm not discounting that, but I feel like over time, consistently, the word overwhelm comes into play.
0: Yeah. And I think we put, so much on ourselves. The our culture, our American culture, puts so much on us as well. When you think about the history of the women in the workplace, of we're we're supposed to now be breadwinners ourselves and manage our household and take care of the family and be able to do the work of probably ten or twenty people. Yeah. It's it is time for us to say no. <laughs> that's enough we're not going to take that on and and also say to ourselves is i'm going to honor myself first and how am i going to do that and be able to let go of also too i've worked with so many business owners female business owners who are controlling (laughs) like you don't want to let go because if it might it might It might not be perfect. It's not going to be done the way that they want it done if they let go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The word perfectly imperfect is some of the phrase that I've been using lately, perfectly imperfect. Mm -hmm. What does that phrase mean to you? Perfectly imperfect.
0: I feel like there's like beauty in those flaws and beauty in it not being perfect. Like it it honestly does drive me crazy when my husband puts the dishes away. And it's like he doesn't under basic he doesn't understand basic physics of like you don't put the big plate over the small bowl, that will fall down. And when you get mad at it <laughs> <laughs> you are just being a cartoon character there. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like that's just how he is. He's not gonna change. I don't know why. Well, I kind of know why. Yeah. But <laughs> He's, he's neurodivergent as well, so it's just like okay, that's our life. We're we're um we're gonna. That's why we eat when mostly cheap plates. <laughs> Eventually they're even gonna fall and break. The good china's in the cupboard, so that's just how it is. Uh, of um my daughter, oh my gosh, bless her heart. She I bought her one of those cleaning kits, like those cleaning toys, but they actually do clean. Like it's a real mop, it's a real broom and she will spill her oh gosh spill paint on our wood floor
1: oh
0: oh no please don't you know so she'll spill paint on the wood floor and there's been one or two times when I freaked out and that poor girl who's such an empath because I saw her body shake when I yelled and it broke my heart so now it was like oh my god <laughs> okay all right so when it happens again because it will happen again it's breathing it's connecting and like okay let's clean that up together and going through the motions of wiping it up cleaning it up okay let's mop the floor she loves mopping the floor hopefully not too much because I don't want her to do that again but (laughs) (laughs) it's just like uh being able to to accept that I'm, I'm not going to have a house that's going to be in the Architecture Digest or whatever that magazine's going to be. That's not my house. My house is a little crazy. It's a little cluttered, but it's full of love and it's full of fun and energy, and
1: that's just what it is. And that energy is what re- what really resonates with you and I because that's what makes us the souls we are. I feel like the, <laughs> this story you just shared about not getting angry. Oh my gosh, the number of times I've raised my voice and then immediately regretted it when I see the sweet soul and the sweet smile and the big te- big, big 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 tears rolling down and then I'm like, I am the one that triggered those tears. And then is it worth it? Is it I mean, that's that's part of the journey because as a mompreneur, I'm telling you Usually it's when I'm under pressure trying to get something done, which is almost every time. I think it's teaching us what's more important. Because because brings us back to our why, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It definitely is. I mean, she is my my little miracle baby, and I'm I'm just still amazed that she's even here and growing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel your heart when you say that, because my son, I mean, I had my son around the same time you who had your daughter, and he's my miracle baby. After several miscarriages, I finally had a baby, and for every time I have yelled or screamed at him, I'm like, why? I struggled so much just to have him. <laughs> now you're driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I mean I'm only at three years old <laughs> like, <you> know, hopefully <laughs> I have a lifetime you know yeah. I'm able to to experience her as a oh gosh as a teenager and as a young adult and as an adult and she'll be having her own kids i just it's so amazing so when I'm able to step back and look at the bigger picture of like you were praying that this would happen and now you got it you got you got what you prayed for (laughs) you got you got all of it um and oh you know I was really praying for twins but you know that's okay I was praying for (laughs) twins also (laughs) I got what I can handle right Uh, yeah so so yeah I got it so I'm able to step back I'm like what am I doing And that poor little innocent face and it's funny one of the things I coach is connecting entrepreneurs to their why and sometimes it's a negative experience in their childhood and so I'm constantly thinking like oh my gosh I'm hope I'm not creating something story in my baby's mind about I don't know perfection so I want to break that cycle yes and I can't do it you can't necessarily do that with like force or determination you know these these physical manifestations of what we think this will is it's really more about surrender and love and and owning up to when we do make a mistake so teaching my daughter by modeling I am so sorry I lost my temper with you I'm gonna cry (laughs) because I hate doing it um so modeling that owning my emotions and then um she's now apologizing when she makes a a mistake or a spill or whatever it is she immediately says sorry and um me accepting that apology and and she doesn't have the words yet to name her emotions but I'm helping her like oh I, I see that you're um you're feeling regret for that happening and I'm um but and I know you still love me and I still love you of being able to voice those emotions and hopefully again it's not necessarily breaking the cycle with force of um not yelling at someone but more of we have a right to our our emotions and we can also um we have a right to our emotions and we also can own our emotions and know that when it does hurt someone of hopefully being able, we when we does hurt someone, even when we're not intending it to, that we can hopefully repair that bond,
1: and hopefully it grows stronger. In that cycle that you were describing, my goodness, this is what it's really about—the spiritual entrepreneurship journey. It's not about at the end what money we'll make or what success we'll have. Our why was at least I sound like for you and I. Lot large of it was. Um, having an ownership of your own creativity, and then at some point became having an ability to be connected with your your child. So mm-hmm. um, those were the two elements for me. It sounds like very similar to you. And what you're describing is that it's you're learning, and you're you're taking that it's a, it's a cycle. Like become aware of oh my goodness did I get angry what was her reaction how will this affect her how, what was the history of my life when this happened to me and how can I prevent her from suffering it's like I I feel like you're being such a conscientious individual in this journey thank you
0: yeah working on it I'm yeah. working on it I, yeah oh my gosh. All, all in the imperfection and the flaws and um, it then it's all done in a place of love and hope. And I think that's the best we can do is to is to stay connected to our our values in that way. Uh, something else I wanted to just briefly say because I know we're running out of time is I'm just now exploring spirituality and community and finding a uh, for the lack of a better term, a church that is mostly in line with my, my beliefs. And even though they use the word God a lot, <laughs> I will work on that because <laughs> I understand their, the what God means in this church. And I'm really excited about that possibility of, of that future growth of spirituality and community. My niece was actually interested in, in attending church. And I had told her why well, I've been watching their services on zoom and i would like to see them in person would you like to come with me so that was and that just happened last week that was a week ago and she went to sunday school i think they call it sunday school (laughs) she loved it actually let me rephrase that they loved it and uh, i'm going to bring my daughter next week and i think my nephew's now interested in it and my niece and I had a a wonderful conversation about, about different religions and different spiritualities and educating them, but also laying it be up to them of, you know, what they believe in, exploring, and also honoring other people's beliefs, too, at the same time.
1: Yeah, and that's a huge part of um, also, I would say, being a successful entrepreneur is that when you work with people, they may not have any alignment with your core beliefs, yet we need to be able to give our services to them mm-hmm. and and communicate with respect. So I think this teaches you so much, right? It does. Yeah, it definitely does. Well, thank you so much. Any parting wisdoms for those who are I'm you know, like a little bit wary of the word spirituality, but wanting to make sure that they're doing the right thing as an entrepreneur and they're open to this concept of what does it mean to be a spiritual entrepreneur? Mm.
0: That's a great question because I'm on that path as well. So I'll share what has been working with me is, is first to, to be open, to be open to the possibility. I would say also get connected with your core values, what you truly believe, what's your, what's your truth and your, your definitions of those core values. And for spirituality, it's, it's a very personal journey. So even as we share our own journeys, there may be things that you connect with and some things you don't connect with. And I think it's all right. Like it's all right. All the paths are in truth. At least that's my belief. So I wanna honor that for you who are listening or watching is the path that you're on, that's your path and it's the right path for you. And there isn't, and it's a it's a truly never ending path. There isn't an end destination of like, oh, there I am. <laughs> it's it's all part
1: of that spiritual journey. It's Wonderful. Well, thank you, Gail. I- Look forward to actually having you back again in 2023. I love that. I would love that. Well, have a wonderful day. And I continue to honor you and respect you and enjoy your company so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: Thanks again for tuning in. Check out the links in the description and please subscribe, follow, and share. And continue to practice Omni Mindfulness.